Welcome to the How to Trade Like a Pro podcast. I'm Milan Alt, and in this episode, I'm happy to welcome Mr. Gumma Joyadi from Jakarta, Indonesia. And we are talking about trading, how to become professional as a trader, and how to get the maximum out of your trades. Before we start, please take a closer look to the risk disclaimer in the show notes. And now, let's go. I'm here with Gumma Guyari from Astronachi Trading. I'm here right now in Jakarta, Gumma, in your lovely studio, Thank in, you. your, in your excellent company. You just gave me a show around, a walk through, through your company, and I'm so happy about your invitation and so happy to be here together with you to talk with you about trading and your way to be a professional trader. So thank you so much and welcome to the very first episode of the podcast. I'm honored to have you here. <laughs> Guba, we, we know each other quite for a couple of years now. I think it's since 2020 when we're preparing IFTA conference, uh, the very first online conference and you appeared as a speaker from Indonesia, Southeast Asia. And uh, actually... As a German trader, I'm very focused and I have been focused very, very heavily on the European and American market. Mm -hmm. Southeast Asia usually is not on the focus point of the most of the people. Correct. Right now, being here, I feel like that's a huge mistake, right? <laughs> so, how do you feel about trading in Southeast Asia? Is it such a huge thing, I feel like, right now? Correct. Yeah. So, I've been in, in this industry since 2007. Right. And then I joined one of the securities companies. Mm -hmm. It's a Singapore-based company. It's called UOB Kehan Securities. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a technical analyst that focused on the astral trading. Oh. Right, and I, we serve the retail, and then I somehow join with all the fundamental analysts to serve the institutional. Mm -hmm. And I found out that a lot of American hedge fund they put their money in Southeast Asia. They consider this country as emerging market, so they put about two trillion US dollars, okay, mm -hmm. uh, for Asia, yeah. and they put like maybe ten percent to put it in uh, Indonesia or right. 20%. Yeah. And they're really happy for uh, investing in Indonesia stocks exchange. Mm -hmm. uh, when I'm asking them why, because here the big caps is considered like a penny stocks for those American fund managers. Yeah. The, um, the most expensive stocks here is about two, three dollars. That's the most. Mm -hmm. But for American, two, three dollars is like nothing. <laughs> it's like sure. a penny stock. It's a penny stock. Correct. Yeah, but here you buy the two, three dollar stocks, you got a blue chip stocks with a dividend and all also, it gives you about 20 to 40% annual return. Mm -hmm. So that's why I really surprised that a lot of people come here, they put their money here to invest, to trade. Yeah. And somehow, even Southeast Asia people, even Indonesia, they don't really realize that our market is like a jam for a lot of people there. So I agree with you. Somehow, uh, people miss opportunity to look yeah. at our market, especially yeah. here in Indonesia, because we are a leader for Southeast Asia market. Mm -hmm. The growth of Jakarta Composite Index is pretty high. Mm -hmm. then I guess there's uh, no time for late. So you can always come here and invest, especially when the crash comes. And as you can see, the recession now in the States is pretty high and a lot of market tumbles, but United, right. uh, I mean, but Indonesia's stocks market is still good because we have 5.4% uh, GDP is pretty strong on the trade uh, surplus, trade balance. Then we over is like 15 to 20% growth on our market every year. Wow. And I remember uh, recently we had a webinar together and yeah. you were asking me, hey, can we make a quick analysis of the composite? Correct. And honestly you speaking, saw it. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never 
thought about um, having a, a broader view on the composite. And what I saw was like really amazing. While every market, whole markets, were going down, like crashing. Yeah. Composite is going up, making new all-time highs. Right? I felt like, what is this? <laughs> and wh why is this happening? Don't they, don't they have a recession? Don't they have these problems the, the rest of the world has? And um, I mean, pretty sure right now when I'm, I'm here and I hear about some riots, about uh, raising gasoline prices, of course, you also have some, um, some problems to cover. But still, people are buying stocks. Correct. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's why uh, maybe there's a laggard. So mm -hmm. maybe the recession effect there will come to Indonesia next year. It could be True. because we believe on intermarket intermarket relationship. Mm -hmm. Just a matter of time because like uh, the COVID pandemic is pretty obvious that the COVID is COVID. It's a pandemic. It's a disaster. True. And then the Ukraine and Russia war. Right. It doesn't impact a lot to Indonesia yet. But I believe the supply chain problem and also the inflation will come to our country or maybe next year because we have to 2024, that's the year of election for Indonesia together with the United States. It's like mm -hmm. together at 2024. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a that's gonna huge because yeah. if you look into history, um, today in Indonesia, the the price, uh, the stock price of the commodities like the coal mining mm -hmm. is like crazy, is astronomically high, sure. right? And then it's back to 2007 if you can remember before the crash on the march 2008 is a year before the election mm. 2009 mm. It was a crash. It's a subprime mortgage. Yeah. So 2023 could be a challenge. It's like a year before the election. So True. I guess we should be aware on the 2023. Yeah. Right. And then we believe that uh, the sideways market, the Jakarta Composite Index, has been ranging for three months, mm. four months now. So maybe like a big sharp correction in 2023. Right. Yeah. Then we should buy on weakness for 2024. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is this is a heads up. Let's see how the whole markets and the whole world. Uh, unfold and develop Correct. during that time. So I'm not really convinced that everything is really great. But so let's see. Let's um, make this this um, interview a little bit more timeless and let's talk about your approach. Because what I really felt like when when we were talking about um, the, the, your your uh, presentation at the conference was like, what is Astronachi? I know Fibonacci for sure. I know Astro, but what the heck is the combination of it. Astronachi is astrology and Fibonacci. Right. I got my PhD by proving that we can use the planetary system, mm -hmm. okay, for Jakarta composite and gold market to identify where is the turning point date and right. also where is the price direction in certain time. Mm -hmm. So that's the key. I combine it between the macroeconomic to right. see the why. Yeah. That's why I call it four-dimensional analysis. Why I have to invest in Indonesia instead of India or Singapore. So that's macro. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about a micro. Uh, we choose about the sector and then the valuation of the stocks. And then where to buy. We're using the technical analysis, of course. The supply mm -hmm. and demand, support, resistance, you name it. Okay. And then the still missing link is always the time. You know the mm -hmm. price going to hit the support. But when exactly it's going to reverse. So that's I'm using true. the time. Yeah. So let's put this way. You use the new moon pace for the gold mm -hmm. and the last quarter moon for the gold. Mm -hmm. And it works like magic. You put a calendar, go to timeanddate.com, find out like maybe 100 new moon or last quarter. Right. Just put it on the daily chart. You will see that sharp reversal on the daily chart on the gold. 
and it's happened on a very strong daily support resistance, mm-hmm. then you are a counter move trader. Yes. If you find the cycle of any planetary aspect or moon cycle or anything like related to that stars, right. you put it on the chart and you know if you can find under any consistent repetition, then you can use this as a good counter move timing. Oh, wow. So it's something like uh, going in cycles as well? Correct. That's wow. why. Okay. And I combine that with the Fibonacci. Because the, mm-hmm. if you know the Fibonacci, we're not talking about the price only. The Fibonacci ratio is also talk about the time. Right. The cycle width. Mm-hmm. So if we can combine the planetary and the ratio of Fibonacci, you will get high probability turning point dates based on the daily chart. Do you apply this also in intraday charts or just end of day like daily charts okay that's really cool I'm still developing how to use the moon because the moon is pretty fast movement uh-huh. for the daily chart but I use the daily chart to see the rever- big reversal movement and yeah. then I drop it down to the lower time frame to find my entry mm-hmm. so that's that's a deal ah okay Yeah, but there are some ways to play in 24 hours period. So yeah. we can use like the first eight hours or maybe 20 hours. So we trade based on the planetary that, that affect to that intraday time. Mm-hmm. So what 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 I have in my mind now is that okay, you you have like some some certain constellation regarding astrology. Yeah. Then you go on a daily chart. Say okay, we have support and resistance, and this might be the right timing. And then you go intraday for fine tuning. Correct. 60 minutes chart. Like Correct. That. Yeah, sounds great. Because w- what I'm thinking about how to make our trading successful mm-hmm. is one word is maneuverability. Yeah. Okay. So what what does it mean? So let's say this is the support when the price drops and that's counter move I yep. really agree from whatever you say about a counter move because that's also what I use what I need is the momentum when he when the price hit the level of support uh-huh. and it's counter move. I need maneuverability. I mean, I need like, if in gold, I need like four to 500 pips range yeah, right. for this counter move. Yeah. Then I can use the trend writing during the 500 moves. But mm-hmm. how to uh, know whether the price will will do like big counter move or not? Yeah. So it's a time. Yeah. If you got a high, uh, high reversal opportunity from any planetary, mm-hmm. then we're going to use the daily chart to do the counter move and I drop it down to lower time frame. Ah, okay. Tell me about the very beginning. So the moment when you took the very first baby steps in being an astronauty trader, um, was it successful from the very beginning on or did you have any hurdles like, uh, well, let's say, from the analysis side or from, let's say, Uh, from I trust my system side. So how was it? I was uh, jumped into the market since October the 4th, 2007. Mm-hmm. It was Indonesia Stocks Exchange. Yeah. Um, I was losing money at the time and then I jumped to Forex market on the April 2008, yeah. right? Uh, I was inspired by Martin Pring mm-hmm. from Technical Analysis Explained for Edition and then uh, Alexander Elder, trading yeah. for a living right. from his triple screen trading system. Mm-hmm. So that enlightened me and then changed my um, method of trading then I become a con- uh, the trend follower trader okay yeah. and then uh, I lose money again until the um, December 18 I yeah. found this method right. 2008 so David Bowden if you ever heard about his name mm-hmm. okay he's from Australia yeah so he introduced the William Delbert Gann method right he talked about the philosophy of William Delbert Gann that also changed my mind so mm-hmm. I just realized if I can delay when I was entered the market 
or maybe too fa- too early or too late. So it's all about time. Right. right. That can change my life that time. I don't have to suffer right. for for all uh, crashes and and trap and losing a lot of money. Yeah. So from that point, I just realized that the Elliott wave principle can also be combined with the time from wave one to three. There's a specific time band or the width of every wave. Right. Then I try to apply it in uh, Jakarta Composite Index yeah. and the gold market. It was 2009 and it works. Yeah. Then I learned that I cannot just enter the market every day. I only need to wait until the big reversal moment happen. It doesn't have to be like a month or two, three months, but maybe it could be like a week or mm-hmm. two weeks. Just wait for the specific planetary cycle that has consistent uh, correlation between the markets. Yeah. And obviously it works. I mean, you turn 2000 to yeah, 5, 5 million. million yeah. Wow. Correct. Yeah. Which is... I mean, quite a good profit. Yeah, it's 12 years anyway. It's it's a long journey. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there are two or three very important points I'd like to figure out and really to to point out. Yeah. Uh, So one is, how many people do you know who did the same system, the same approach like you did? A lot, I guess. Actually, yeah, I mean, with the concept that the price and time should be together, maybe not much, but... The way that we think about, like you, it's same. I mean, like the counter move thing yeah, is sure. really worth it yeah. to trade, right? But Absolutely, it is. Yeah, but I just combine it with the time because we always True. losing the time axis. True. To make sure that we got a better odds every time we trade. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay, but also with, with uh, astrology. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people do this. Connie Brown does it. Yeah. Right? Okay. And then uh, David Bowden. I mean, you know, the financial astrology mm-hmm. uh, is really popular because of William Delbert Gann, of course. But okay. he, he used his own square of nine. It's pretty different. Yeah. But both of us believe on the cycle. Yeah. The the market cycle has a correlation with the planetary cycle, yeah. right, for some reason. So we use that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe Larry Pesavento, uh-huh. Raymond Merriman. Mm-hmm. They are all astrologer in finance. Larry Pesavento, yes, for sure. And you, you, yeah, you're right. I mean, Connie definitely she is an expert on gambling. Correct. No, yeah. No matter what. So, yeah. So um, the the point I was um, trying to get to is that it feels like your journey to develop a successful trading system is quite. It needed some time. Yeah. And um, even though some people try to use the same system or approach. Still, I feel like, and I'd like to hear your opinion on it, on that, that trading or finding a trading strategy is more an individual journey. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, and then what make people success, even though they try to copy what strategies that I have. Yeah. The most important part is you have to know making analysis is not the same with the making a trade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, making analysis, you will be a great analyst. Your target will be hit. Right. But... If you come into trade, you trade whatever you analyzed before, mm-hmm. maybe you will get a lot of stop loss. True. Right? So how to make a good, uh, successful trading with the trading system? Number one is you have to know uh, exactly what the market that you trade in. You have mm-hmm. to master one market. I believe in a market vibration. So not every people fit or have the same vibration with the market. True. Maybe you like, what, what, what do you like? Forex? Oh, I'm 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 a huge fan of the Nasdaq, even though it's a beast sometimes. Great, yeah, but it moves, you know. It moves. Yeah, so I tried to trade in Nasdaq. I don't think I got a vibration in Nasdaq. It's yeah. like every everyone got a their attachment to the market for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I learned from uh, the law of vibration because mm. that's the key of the GAN. Right. And then one of the mentors say that if you know your vibration to the market, 
um, how to do a task on it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use the technical analysis. You just do a guessing like for five weeks yeah. and you get 75% correct on the trend direction. Yeah. Then you have like some attachment with it. Yeah. So that's number one. And number two is you have to develop the strategies like um, you know the range of the market and you know uh, what kind of characteristic. You know the double top, double bottom wages and so on, right? Sure. But I believe from what I've seen for the past 15 years, even though we're talking about the head and shoulder, yeah. it may work in gold, but doesn't work in the Swiss franc. So you, you have to really, really understand what your market and what kind of price action yeah. that really work on the market. True. Right? And then True. number three is the risk management. Yeah. You, you cannot put the money that you cannot afford to lose. That's the key. That's why when I put the $2,000, that's my stop loss money in the stocks. So every mm-hmm. uh, one stop loss in the stocks, mm-hmm. it cost me about $2,000. Mm-hmm. So instead of I cut my loss about $2,000, I put that $2,000 as my deposit. So it's nothing to lose trade. Yeah. Then it's like a trade in the demo account, and suddenly because maybe that time I was lucky, the the trend is pretty clear, yeah. long bullish candle, right? Then I get a momentum. Ah, so it was like all or nothing. Yeah. Wow. Well, not not really all of nothing. All right. Okay. I mean. Number one, even though I have to lose $2,000, that's uh-huh. a one-time cut loss in my stocks anyway. Yeah. It's like maybe 1% of my equity that time. Okay, that's different. Now, that's a $2,000, I'm going to break it down again into 2% model. Okay. It's like... Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. you know, start from small, but it was a lucky time. Like, since 2012, yeah. the trend is not like now. I mean, when, when the pound yen going bullish is going to be like a very large movement, bullish. Right. But you see the market now going up 50 pips and suddenly down for 100 pips. And, you know, True. True. that's why you maybe you don't believe in the trend analysis anymore. <laughs> I do. I do. But okay. I also know that, well, if you don't take your profits... It's gonna go on. They're gone. Yes. Right? So that's what like, I'm thinking too. Get your hands from my pockets, you know? Correct. And and this is what of course you have to take care of. I mean in general what you're talking about is that, that you're in vibration to the market. Most people know this as a flow, you know, you're trading in a flow. Or in the zone, as Mark Douglas says, yeah. you know, you're yeah. trading in the zone. So you're completely comfortable. You hear what the market says to you. That's you know, it. you get all the Correct. signs and no matter what you do, you're in in the flow. So you do what's right. Even Correct. though you make a profit or a loss, you do what's right. Yes. And this is very important uh, also to understand because, I mean, and again, trading is individual. I, I, I will not get tired to, to, to continue saying this because people need to understand that even though they can copy a system, your system, my system, still they, make, they will make slightly changes in it to feel comfortable about it, to, yes. to bring their own approach into it. And then they feel like, okay, I'm doing this, but at the end of the day, they don't. They're trading their own system Correct. based on the idea. Yes. And the most important part is, uh, other than the system, is the portfolio growth model. Right. I just figured this out because my client asking, is like, there are two models, actually. Number one is people who do, let's let's put it this way, um, there's an unfilled order method, supply and demand. Yeah. People who love to do like very little risk, but like one to 10 risk to reward ratio, maybe you're familiar with it. Yeah. And these people is, is really happy to take like 300, 400 pips and waiting at that for a week, mm-hmm. right? And the other guy, which is that I'm really comfortable with, is every 20, 70 to 100 pips, I'm going to take it. Yeah. So I am like more frequent profit taker style. Right. So 
the the idea is number one is they like to play long with mm-hmm. the big pips, mm-hmm. or you take it like pretty short seventy seventy uh, pips is not short seventy to hundred but frequent. Yeah. So that's what I'm choosing. Right. So my recipe for any traders who want to be successful, right. you can try this way. Uh, for the first $2,000, let's say, put $2,000 until you get a 300% of your capital, make it frequent profit-taking. Yeah. To grow your capital first, and then start from there, you can try to split the lot. You want to like long pips, or you want to split it with frequent profit-taking. I totally agree. I... I um developed something like I call money management matrix Correct. which shows exactly this you know it's it's just a, it's a numbers game at the end of the day yes. so you can have a lot of trades having less pips or, or points or cent or whatever or dollar or you have like a few trades but they have to be huge yes so there's nothing in between and also there's nothing wrong in going one or the other road because again trading is individual for me myself I can say I feel most uncomfortable sitting on a long stretch of points. I don't like it either. You know, because you never know if market goes right yeah. in the next direction and gets everything away from you. Correct. You know, it feels like, you know, like like Ice Age, this little, this little squirrel. It feels like, oh, here's a nut, here's a nut, it's gone. Correct, correct. <laughs> so you're freaking crazy out. And so I like to take profits, bag it in. And look out for the next trade and do the same, like you described. So yeah. it's, it's exactly the way to go. But there's no right and no wrong in doing either one or the other. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to wait five days and finally on the sixth day, everything gone, like break even or lose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when, let's talk about losing money because making profits is easy, right? Yes. So maybe you're lucky, maybe not. But anyhow, if you're in profit, you feel like a king. Yeah. But if you make losses, you feel like a jerk. How do you handle losses? Um, not now, but in the beginning. Number one is uh, not now. Okay, in the beginning, yeah, I frustrated with it. Yeah, I blame myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I really upset, and then I want to get revenge and uh, revenge on that. Finally, I lose more money. Yeah, yeah, that's now absolutely. You're talking, right? Yeah, and yeah. then finally, I found a recipe how to deal with it is forgive yourself. That's number one. Good point. Admit it. And then forgive yourself and then close the laptop or phone, go for vacation and coming back. But the most important part is you have to believe that your method, after 100 100 trades, you will get 70% winning rate. Right. So maybe now you're on the bad luck, you get the first 20%. So it's fine. As long as you have to believe yourself and then after you keep losing the money, I want you to go back to the chart, make a before and after analysis, Mm -hmm. like at least making a 20 charts, cut the charts, make it before, right? Right. And then put that on the whatever you hide it your analysis print it and hide it and then after a week you open it again and let's see if you can um, make a good analysis with the 70% accuracy then actually you're good to go your method is fine it's just a matter of like whether you are on the luck day or bad day yeah so don't blame yourself too much yeah I mean there's also a very important point Um, first of all forgive yourself second making revenge trades you know sometimes um i talk to traders who feel like yeah i gotta show the market what's going on nope yeah you don't <laughs> definitely not correct so market shows you what is going on and for me i discover the more i well i i think about trading and and uh, talk about trading it's more and more it's a mind game it's not about it's not about the best strategy or correct so. it's more and more it's a mind game 
You agree, right? Yeah, fully agree. Yeah, because the market is always there, twenty four hours. It's a matter of you are ready to take the risk and profits today or tomorrow. Mm. So if you are not ready today, just delay it and tomorrow find another pattern. Because all the newbies, they're really hard to wait for the next moment. Right. They just think that I'm gonna miss it. That's why we are like fear of missing out things. Yeah, I mean, FOMO, FOMO is quite cool. As a concept to understand how, how human people behave. Correct. Under pressure. And, and this is what, what happens all over the time. That's when you feel about everybody's talking about an asset. Everybody's talking about a move or whatever. And people all feel like, oh, I can't miss it. I have to get into it. And the same is, if, especially if you're trading intraday. Yeah. Right? So you see like things are running away. And right now, it's happening. What are you waiting for? Like, Three hours, maybe. Yes. And they feel, oh, I missed it because I went to the toilet. Correct. And now it's moving on, so I jump right into it. And what you do is like you build the last price before price reverse. Right? Yeah. So this is what usually happens. And then the disaster starts. Correct. Have you ever destroyed your account? Oh, yeah. Well, how, yeah. how many times? Uh, not that much for the past five years. But I guess 2017, I lose about $800,000. Yeah. Because I was stubborn and I was denial. Yeah, I should can be. Uh, I, I should be done better. It's like uh, cut at the first time yeah. instead of waiting until thousand pips cut right. loss. Yeah. yeah, so it was 2017. Yeah, and this is also very important to understand. Being stubborn, being like I'm gonna show, I'm I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna sit this out. Correct. I can't afford this loss. If you can't afford this loss. Wow, you definitely can't afford the following loss, right? That's so, it. So, and then, yeah, then you crash your account. Correct. That's why I always use uh, William Delbert Gann, 24 Golden Rules. It say that never turn profits into losses. Yeah. So that's the most important part. And when we get dubbed, don't enter. Or if you're in dubbed, get out from the market. Oh, that's very important and also interesting to discuss. If you feel like, okay, never turn a profit into a loss. Now let's think about you are more in, interested in a long run of a trade. Okay. By definition, you have a, a move with an impulse into the direction of a trend and you have the correction, like the pullback. Basically, usually, first of all, with the first correction, with the first pullback, your entry point will be touched. Yes. How do you feel about this? Okay. Because then all your profits are gone already. Correct. So that's why there are two ways to handle this. Number yeah. one is there's an um, average range. I use the better. Uh, I, I use the standard deviation calculation. Mm -hmm. Okay, on the gold market. Right. Seventy-five percent of the time, the fifty to seventy pips. Mm -hmm. That's that's the ideal range to take profit. Right. Because other than that, the price will go back to the entry price based on the price action. Mm. So. If you don't want to lose the money, at least you do the half partial profits at the range of 50 to 70 pips. Yeah. As long as you enter at the very reasonable support or resistance. Yeah. So that's a deal. And then the other part of the position, you can hold it under, uh, until the next uh, major tech profit target or you put it on a break even. Yeah. Okay. If you have one position, you put it like 70 pips half take profits, mm -hmm. then your break even will be on the stop loss. So yeah. the price have to be go down for 140 pips. Then you're even, you yeah. square it, right? Yeah. That's number one. Or number two style is the definition of the lat profit run. Yeah. That's happened in the stocks market. Yeah. So I hold one of the cold stocks in Indonesia uh, for nine months. Mm -hmm. I got 132% total, mm -hmm. right? 
And the way I hold it, just hold it. But the philosophy of a lat profit run, it means, let's say I put uh, $10,000 mm-hmm. and then I got $3,000 profit today. Yeah. It's like a floating profit. Yeah. Then I'm going to sell $10,000 and I'm going to put $3,000 there forever. Mm-hmm. So that means that whatever in the account is the profit. So that's the real philosophy of the lat profit run. Ah, okay. That is, you're playing around a bit with your position. So you, you make it bigger, you make it smaller, you take profits, you Correct. enter after corrections, things like this. Yeah. I mean, the, the first one that you mentioned, and I find myself in it because that's, that's, that's basically the eternal question. How to, to, to use a trading stop, you know? How to make sure that, that you don't make a winner a loser yeah. by yourself. Correct. Right? And also, what, what a lot of people do, they, they trail stop to break even just to see themselves getting stopped out um, without a reason and yeah. then just ending the trade by definition. And I like the idea because it's the same what I do. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I feel like, okay, maybe... Um, Close 50% of the position on, or two-thirds, depending on position yes, size, of course. Correct. And then just, just let the stop loss where it is. Yes. Because you're absolutely right. If you could stop out then, you break even. It's quite definition, right? You yeah. break even. Or you have a small profit, depending. So, yes. But it's not really accountable. So it's not really a big one. But uh, you, you give the market a little bit more room. to More move. room. That's yeah. correct. Because you need to give them a chance to maneuver it. Right. Uh, if you put everything too close, right. you're gonna lose money like bit by bit. Yeah, that's a point. Yeah, and here we talk about emotions. So it's about fear, you know. Yeah. Ah, oh, they want to take away my money, so I better raise my stop loss. Correct. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I don't have money at all, right? Yeah. So just have some some fees. That's Correct. It. So that's that's a very very important point to understand. And talking about emotions. How do you deal with emotions? Greed, fear, you've been talking about revenge, so how, how's that? Meditation. Oh, really? Yeah. So every morning? Uh, not every morning, every week, or every time I lose the money. Oh, okay. Yeah, I will give like a positive uh, vibration to myself that, uh, okay, now you're losing money, and yeah. then next month, you're gonna make money. Yeah. And this happened this year. I mean, we have like a trading signal platform in in one app, uh-huh. okay? It was 2022, January yeah. and February. Right. So our, our trading signal, we were lost about 800 pips. Hmm. And members are complaining. For sure. Yeah, they're really mad. And yeah. I said, I made it like emergency meeting. I yeah. told them, this is our history from 2011. Yeah. For 12 months, somehow we're going to lose two or three months, but yeah. we're going to fight back. But think about this. I'm the signal provider like commercially. Yeah. And then during that day, I have to live in mem- complaints of the member. Yeah. And then I have to recover next month for 800 pips. Yeah. Then I have to push myself to believe that next month, You have to make it better and this traumatic or bad experience will not influence you next month. True. So the way to do it is you have to prove to yourself that I believe whatever press action method or astrology method I use yeah. will recover when the, tri- when the trend is back. Okay. So, yeah, of course, if the trend is back. But if you feel like, okay, I've got to earn money on a daily basis or a weekly or monthly basis, so I have to live from something, you know, and you lose money and then you try to come back, but the market doesn't make any offer. doesn't give you any opportunity. Mm-hmm. So how can you deal with that? That's why, you see this? Yeah. It's a trade printer. Right. So I have 
a different way of um, living the trading world with you. Yeah, you are like like a master. You travel everywhere. You're trading and you live on that. Yeah, I cannot do it because it's not me. So I'm a I'm an entrepreneur mm-hmm. who f- who look for additional capital mm-hmm. to top up to my business yeah. from trading. Yeah. So I have to have my own f- income mm-hmm. from from anything, any business, or maybe I work. Then that will make my mentality good. Yeah. So whatever happened in the market, it will never ha- um, ruin my mentality. Ah, uh, okay. Don't get me wrong. I do the same. So I'm oh, yeah? Entre- yeah, I'm an entrepreneur too. Oh, okay. So of course I do coaching and do some services around. I mean, why why not? Yeah. Right? Multiple because, stream of income. Yes, of course. You need this, and it's very important. And totally agree. Uh, that that uh, if you have multiple streams of income, it gives you some clarity. It, it keeps you calm, relaxed, Correct. and not giving you all the pressure to get money on a daily From basis. Yeah. yeah, that's really hard. Right, almost impossible for me. <laughs> yeah, but on the other hand, this is something what I really I like to challenge you a bit because I'm pretty sure you, we have the same understanding about this. Most, not most, but some people, a little bit twisted minds, maybe they feel like. If you're such a successful trader, why do you have a second business? Why do you do coaching? You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Yeah, I will tell them, hey, a great doctor doesn't mean their son is a great doctor. Okay. So when I die, I don't know how I can feed my kids. Right. So I better set up a business related to this industry. Yeah. Then I got an um, astronauty method that I can uh, give them like a legacy, mm-hmm. like. Um, heritage to them, right? They can, they can continue with this. Mm-hmm. So, I I rather to put the second business as my backup plan just in case I'm gone because trading is individual, like you said. Right. You are a good trader doesn't mean that your son will be a good trader. Oh. So True. it's it, yeah, is is it's like personal. It's so personal. Every touch is personal. Yeah. Sure. I mean, saying this, obviously it comes to mind. Uh huh. So teaching doesn't work, but of course it doesn't. That's not that's not the the whole part of the idea. Yeah, I mean, it only works on people who want. Correct. That's the deal, correct. right? And then trader, it has to be born as trader. Yeah. Maybe you can you can teach uh, astronauts to other people. They can be a great analyst with the method. Right. True. But once they put their own money on it, yeah, they may not be a good trader. Yeah. Let me let me um, think about this. this teaching thing um, a little bit more. So, because it's very important to understand for, for people that if it comes like, oh, um, you, you know, you should teach everybody and everybody should understand. If the system is that good, everybody could trade it. No, it's, it's not that way. Because if you teach me physics, it would be complete failure. Correct. Because I don't have any idea of physics and I don't want to have it. All I know is when I stumble, I fall down. That's what I know about yeah. physics, right? Yeah. So, but th- that's basically it. Or maybe easier way is you go for, um, go talk with the Gardner Ramsey. Yeah. He can give you all the recipes, teach you every day, yeah. but you may not cook as good as him. Most likely not. It's and a I'm talent. In, yeah, I'm done, and I'm not interested in Correct. it. Correct. So that's the point. So who can you teach? People who are interested in it. Yes. They, they apply. They say, hey, show me what to do. And then we talk about your kids. You never know. Yes. Right? So if they feel like, no, that's not the way to that's go. That's it. If you think about Larry Williams, his daughter, she made championship, right? Yeah. So obviously, she was interested in it. So, and, and that's very important to understand that if... We in teaching we just can well put 
trading into people who are trader. Yeah. So that's that's what we can do. Yes, correct. Right. Because trading somehow is not that good for some people. They are not feeling good to have a position every day. Right. They they got screwed. They right. their life is not stable with it. Yeah. So it's not for everyone. Yeah. Uh, everyone can be a good analyst, but not everyone can be a good trader. That's true. So what is the precondition of being a good trader in your definition? Uh, what do you think? Good trader, it means like a good businessman because trader is a business. Yeah. They they can accept to losing money. Right. And they have to be consistent, yeah. persistent, and um, they have to be able to be like a stable in a, under pressure. And when they're losing money, Think logically during mm -hmm. that situation, mm -hmm. so it's not for everybody. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very also very interesting because you're not just only a trader, entrepreneur. I mean, you're so many people. <laughs> you know, like um, every time I see a new post, I feel like, oh my goodness, he's done a new thing again. <laughs> right? he, he done it again. You yeah, know? yeah. So you're also pilot, yeah. and um, where are like some. The link between being a trader and being a, a pilot. Oh, I'm pretty that, sure there are a lot, right? There's a lot. One of it is you got a flat plan and you got a trading plan. Right. So the philosophy is yeah. you will never take off without doing the alternate plan, right. thinking about a plan. But a lot of people, they put their hand on the mouse and click buy. Yeah. Then after that, they start thinking, yeah. how if... Yep. The market against me, right? So it shouldn't it shouldn't be done like that. Uh -huh. So you should think before you even click, yeah. before the takeoff. Yeah. So flying the airplane is always um, keep me aware that every time you want to trade, you mm -hmm. better put everything before, consider everything before you jump into the market. True. Set up the trading plan, uh, deal with your risk. Re, uh, I mean, risk aversion. Yeah. Right. Acceptable amount of losing yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. So that's philosophy. I get it from aviation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I started scuba diving recently. Same. Yeah, it's the same. Because I, not, I, I have certain plans of what to do if I lose my, you know, my regulator. Yeah. If you think about this when you're like 20 meter deep, you're cold and dead. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. and so you, you need to have a plan. You need to know what to do if, if things get really get tough. And I think it's the same, more or less. I'm same. deep down, you're above. But so it's about... It, It's always about survival. It's always about getting back from bad situations. Yes. Right? So you need to have a plan. Absolutely. Right. right. So with all this, and now let's talk about personal life. Okay. You are, you're already, your father of five now, right? Five, yeah. Correct. Wow. Yeah. How do you manage time? Yeah, time is really hard. Somehow we need to sacrifice something. Right. And in this case, time and family time is really, really, um, it's really hard for me to manage. Yeah. And lucky my wife accept that. And I have to teach, I have to fly, I have to yeah. do analysis, trading. So, yeah, you name it. It's yeah. really hard. Everything, right? Everything. There's no work and time, work-life balance. Is, I really poor on that. So yeah. everybody got a problems in their life. And that's one of my problems. Yeah, but do you feel bad about this? Somehow, yeah, it's like um, I don't have time to see my kids growing. Right. But if I'm not doing this, I cannot feed them. Yeah, well, that's I mean, a dilemmatic things. Yeah, yeah, true. Yes, maybe. So it's also always a decision. You know, always a decision. About how, yeah. mu how much do you want to feed and things like this. But anyway, it's a decision. So the point I I wanted to go through uh, to was more or less like. Is it a mission for you to do all these things? Do you have some kind of calling? 
and, and uh, being like everywhere? Yeah, personally, is uh, I know I only like live in one time. Yeah, I don't yeah. believe on uh, reincarnation things. Not in that way, maybe. Yeah, sure. it could yeah. be. I I got a new life, but as a dog or something. So as a human, maybe this is only a time. True. Right, and then I guess that if I'm a human now, and then God gave me a lot of talent. Yeah. I don't want to waste it. That's true. A lot of opportunity. So my calling is I have to learn some new skill every time I got a new age. Like every birthday. I got a new skills every year. Every year, I I understand one thing. So let's say in a financial market, a lot of things that I still not understand about it, mm-hmm. right? So every year, I need to get a new knowledge and learn deeply in finance, aviation, whatever I like, mm-hmm. right? I I'm a badminton athlete before, right? And then um, I'm I was a magician, but I am a magician. I still play magic trick, something like that. Well, as so, a trader, you need to be sometimes. Yeah, right? so. so So it's like acquiring a new skills right. is so important for me. Yeah. And then this could be a role model for my kids. I mm-hmm. mean, if you want to survive in this world, you have to be someone that got a lot of competency. Yeah. Okay, you can do this, you can do that and be expert at whatever you like. Just just yeah. one after you realize that this is my passion, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make myself a master on it. Right. Can it be that it's some kind of curiosity? For oh yeah. Me, for example, I always try to push further because I'm really curious what I'm capable of, you know? Yes. I think we are on the same page on that. Uh, I want to see if I challenge myself like more than this, yeah. whether I can handle it or not, but right. and what kind of satisfaction that I can get if right. I at that position or high level or something like that. True. You, you know, for, for me, it was like, okay, I'm having some presentation in German, so let's try English. Yeah. Oh, I'm having presentations in Germany. Let's go international. So it's like always pushing, pushing things a little bit further. And, going further. and I feel, yeah, you're right. I feel the same with you. So it's like, It's like a priceless experience. Yeah, cannot be measured by money. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, okay, I, I can walk on Earth. Now let's go deep. Yeah. <laughs> so, or like you, I, let's let's fly. Yeah. So correct. I'm I'm pretty excited about what's coming next. Yeah. Come yeah. on, let's finish this conversation with, I mean, typical question, which is pretty obviously. When I try to begin trading, when I really approach the market, I'm a young person now, I want to make my living trading the markets, what do I need to do? What is your opinion on that? Number one is you need to be able to read the market right. first. Yeah. Trend analysis is number one. No matter at, at the end you are like counter trend or, or trend follower, right. whatever is that, swing or scalper, I don't care. But the mo- most number one is during the specific time, mm-hmm. you name it, like four hours, the next four hours or the next eight hours or the next few days, yeah. you should be able to get uh, the market direction for at least 75% accuracy. Okay. So if, you, if you cannot know, if you don't know the market direction, there's no point to enter the market, that's it. Yeah, okay, so take the analysis. Analysis, right. yeah. Okay, yeah. Anything else? Um, and deal with the pro- uh, possibility to losing money. Yeah, that's number one because this is not the industry that everybody can make money. May, like you said, making money, everybody can do it, happy, mm. but deal with the losses. Yeah, somehow is really difficult thing and change the mindset because mindset here, yeah, that's a holy grail. It is for sure, and this one is growing, 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 and you always need to be aware of. Yeah. And still, I, f- I feel like um, we will never get away from these traps. They will always be there. Always. And we always need to deal with this, right? Nobody knows the future, that's the case. Yeah, so we continuing learning, right? Uh, I got a quote, never stop learning because True. life is never stop teaching. Right. 
perfect words to close this conversation. Guma, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Willen. Great insights, and I, I really love to be here together with you. I'm really excited about what comes next. So thanks again for having me, and yeah, see you next time. See you next time. Thank you so much. That's already it, and I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and you took away some learnings for your personal trading. If you want to learn more about me, about my interview partners, if you want to have a one-on-one -on -one coaching or even get into a training course with me or my interview partners, just get into the show notes and follow one of all these links you find there, and then I will be happy to hear and see you again. Your Wieland Alt.